All right, your boys is back. The boys are back. The boys are back. <laughs> what song do you think, dog? <laughs> Y'all ain't never heard that song? No. no. Is that from High School Musical? Uh, yes, it is yes. from High School Musical. Yo, High School Musical also underrated. Just wanted this to be put out there. Two, one, uh, three. Uh. Two's good. I like two more than one, actually. <gasps> All right, I think folks, three is pretty bad. The three is pretty bad. All right, folks. Well, we are back. Better uh, than ever. As Jacob says, with the original compadres. Compadres. <laughs> we got Gabe. We got Jacob. And we have a guest today um, making I Can't Deal With This Podcast history. Um, the first lady guest, um, Sarah. Hello, everyone. Yeah, Sarah, she's kind of under the weather, so she's going to sound kind of like a mouse. So listen listen carefully. <laughs> um, she also is the winner of our... our ah, Sorry, folks. Mm. Of our $50 um, contest winner. So, yay! Yay! yay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Sarah. Well, we're going to cut straight to the chase. We want the millions and millions of listeners to know who, to know are who you? you are. So, we call this the <laughs> getting to know you segment. We're going to put five minutes on the clock, and we're just going to rapid fire questions at you. All okay. right? You ready? Yeah. All right, here we go. First question, favorite sport? Uh, football. Favorite team? Panthers. Boo. Favorite player? Cam Newton. College? Tar Heels. College you go to right now? Oh, it's, I thought you were talking about football. Um, UNCC. Uh, what do you like? So did you grow up as a Tar Heels fan, or are you a, like a kind of in the last couple of years Tar Heels fan? Yeah, Tar Heels fan all the way. All the way. Uh, major right now? Psychology. Why do you like to be why, – why psychology? Because I like learning about people's minds. Mm, okay. That's a good one. That's like cool. That. That's cool. Uh, dream job realistic? Ooh, makeup artist. Okay. Okay. Mm. Dream job non-realistic? Mm, an so, actor. Okay, kids. Actor. There's no job that's non-realistic. You can do anything you work hard for. Okay? All right, good. you keep saying that. <laughs> so, what do you like to do? What is some of your some of your enjoyments? Um, I like to watch YouTube videos, listen to podcasts, mm. yeah. listen to our podcast. Yes. Yes. Of, course, of course, always. Favorite YouTuber right now? Cody Ko. Mm. Cody Ko. Cody Ko. Y'all don't know who that is? No. 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 What? Who what is Cody Ko? <laughs> okay, he's like he's like a comedy channel on YouTube. Oh, so he's funny. He's like, hilarious. <laughs> no, he's hilarious. <laughs> like I don't ever laugh at videos, but that one I do. Okay. Yeah. I do kind of <laughs> I do the same thing if I kind of laugh on the inside, but like don't laugh out loud. <laughs> but there's other times where I like listen to stand up comedy and I start busting out laughing. Sorry. Off on the tangent. So, what what kind of YouTube videos do you watch? Mostly makeup. Makeup. Yeah. Who's your favorite makeup YouTuber? Manny Mua. A, a, a woman named Manny? No, that's that's a boy. <laughs> Speaking okay. of boy <laughs> makeup, Jamal Charles is he good at makeup? Who? James, James Charles. Charles. <laughs> 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 the they, got, they got a ton of men's stylists though. Like they pick out the dresses and stuff. But this is like makeup though. I mean, like they wear it. 
on their face. I mean, men don't oh, look good. Oh, in they, w- they, they wear like, it. They wear it. Oh, they don't do it on oh. other people. Oh, we're two and a half. We're halfway done. Mm-hmm. So, back to the original question. Yeah. James Charles, good or not? No. Not no. No, no James Charles? Okay. okay. No further Jamal, questions. Jamal Charles. Favorite, <laughs> show, favorite TV show right now? You. Can you please explain to the thousands and millions and billions of fo- viewers, what is that? What is you? Um, you is uh, about a guy who murders people and goes under the radar and like no one knows that he's a murderer. Okay. okay, okay. And it's about his relationship <laughs> with his girlfriend. That's actually wild. Okay. Is he going to mur- murder her? I don't, I don't know. I'm not there yet. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. Favorite TV or favorite movie of all time? Girls Trip. All right. Favorite movie that you watched within the last year? Baywatch. Really? Baywatch is yes. a good movie. I like Baywatch. It's really good. I thought every, I thought everyone in that movie was just just great. I love that Kefron and his abs, and I love the rock and his muscles. It's just. <laughs> <laughs> favorite genre of music? R&B. Okay. Ooh, favorite R&B. artist right now? Her. Okay. Her name like, is her, yeah. Yeah, H E R, her. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, three songs that you are bumping to right now Adore You by Harry Styles, Slide by her, and then like To Be Slide. So Lonely by Harry Styles. Okay. You like that song? Adore, wow. adore You, shout out to Harry Styles for letting us use his his In, song. song. You guys ever think somebody's yeah. going to like copyright us and like. Excuse me, did If you we get big, song? yes. But hopefully, hopefully by, hopefully by then, big, Buddy will have buddy a, will have a song. song. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, last question that I have, or actually t- I have two more questions. If you could hang out with one person, alive or dead, who would it be? Michael Jackson. Okay. okay. Right. And then the last question, Michael. if you were a turtle, what occupation would you have? What? This is some cringy <laughs> question that Dick asks all our guests. So, if you were a turtle, like if the world was everyone were a turtle, like with shells and turtles, Ooh, I know. Wh- what would you be? I would help all the little baby sea turtles get back to go to the ocean. No, like they okay. go to the ocean. Yeah, yeah, no. yeah. when they're cool. born. So you'd be like the the Harriet Tubman of the, of yes. the turtles. You'd be oh. the Harriet Tubman. We call it the under <laughs> instead of the Underground Railroad, the Underground, <laughs> the Underground the, Tunnel, the, I guess. Um, favorite dollar bill, like hundred, fifties, twenties, hundred, hundred. Yeah. All right, all right, all right. All right. That is that is the five minutes. That is the five minutes. So I have some questions to ask. What do you have questions? That was the five minutes. Go ahead. All right, all right. Who's your favorite celebrity right now? I don't have one. You don't have a favorite celebrity? No. If you could switch lives with anyone else in the world, who would you switch lives with? Just for a day. Jennifer Aniston. Okay. No. Okay. Bad. Yeah. She is bad. She is bad. bad. That buddy, woman, she's been bad since just bad. Buddy, bad. do you have any questions, any questions to ask our guests? Uh, no, I think we're good. We're good. All right. Y'all family. Yeah. Y'all Panthers fans. Oh, yeah. That's right. Yeah, that's family. right. Yeah. Dang. I mean, I don't know about you guys, but you know, who that nation, we're, we're family because – yeah. Speaking of who that nation. What about who that nation? It was a big it was a big week for New Orleans. Uh it was a big week for New Orleans. We uh I like that transition, Jacob. Thank you. 
last how night. How we not talk about how it was a transition? We could just. Transition? <laughs> transition, yep. <laughs> um, last night, LSU Tigers beat the Clemson Tigers 42-25. And Go Tigers. Go Tigers. And a <laughs> dude, coach, a coach o. o dude is a trip. Yeah, uh, 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 yeah. go Tigers. Coach O sounds like he has phlegm stuck in his throat, needs to cough it. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, LSU, LSU, like looked good and they looked dominant. I thought that, like in the early stages, Clemson might have ran away with it, but LSU, they they ran away with it. Sarah, did you watch the game? I did watch the game. Yeah, You're better than me because I watched highlights of it, but didn't watch the actual. I game. watched the first like two quarters, and then I watched highlights of the last. Dude, the first two quarters, like the first half, lasted a long time. It did. It, yeah. <laughs> I like went to bed at eight thirty. Yeah. Woke up at ten, and there was still like fourteen seconds left in the, the second, second quarter, and oh I was gosh. like, "Bro, what is happening?" Um. Yeah. I th- uh. It just shows that game last night shows that Joe Burrow. Maybe the most pro-ready quarterback like we've seen in a really long time. But also, he's by far the most improved quarterback that we've seen oh, in a very as, long as, time. Especially from last year, absolutely. And the fact that he's playing with Joe Brady, the offensive coordinator, they're running an NFL offense, like a playbook. <laughs> like The fact that he has mastered an NFL-style offense already, it's just his transition to the NFL is just going to go so smoothly because – He's already running a playbook that the NFL offense has already run. And I don't know if he's going to the Bengals. I don't know where he's going, but I, I just know guys, whoever gets them, they're going to be guys, really good. Guys, we got to stop. Breaking know. news. Panthers linebacker Luke Keekley retires at the age of 28. Are you Are you kidding me? You're lying. Bro. How did he retire before Greg Olson? I don't know. I don't know. But it says Panthers <laughs> Panthers linebacker <laughs> retires at the age of twenty. I can't do it, you fans. This is good knowing y'all. Um Um I'm out. Oh my gosh. That is horrible, guys. I mean, honestly Why? though, did you not see like you didn't see it coming for sure. But he's had a lot of concussion issues. That's what I was thinking. Had, yeah, and not only like like mild concussions or small concussions. He's Bad had ones. Huge, horrible concussions. And this really breaks my heart because Luke Keighley is the heart and soul of the Panthers. He's a he's a future Hall of Famer. And this is a really sad moment. I'm not Yeah. Yeah, this is cuz I mean, you want to talk about like a De- like a Deion Sanders of, a, of the linebacker. He could have been the greatest yeah. of all time linebacker. Yeah. And especially the interior linebacker, and, and he, and definitely like we're talking about. If you go down to like covering coverage linebacker, like he is definitely like we would talk about getting interceptions that and running them back for touchdowns. That's crazy. Uh, yeah, it's it's sad to see, but what this shows me now is at this point. You better trade C-Mac to somebody for, like, two first-round picks and scrap the whole thing and start a new one. Because, like, you have I, – I hate to say this, but, like, y- y'all don't have a clear direction. And, like, no matter how hard you try, Luke Keekley is going to have too big of a hole to fill. My fan, my Panthers fans, how do you feel? I'm speechless. I'm still trying to take it in. I'm, I'm speechless. That's right. why – it. 
Dude, that's wild. I, I mean, it's wild, but it's not. Guys, it's not completely it's, unexpected. It's, it's not shock, so so shocking. Like these players, they have to retire early because just earlier this year, Andrew Luck, who's getting beat up behind that Colts off the line early in his career, he had to he had to leave. Do you think that this is more shocking than Andrew Luck? Um, I think the Andrew Luck thing wasn't as shocking because he was on an injury. He was coming off an injury and then go and then he had just got injured again in training camp. Um. But I do think this is shocking, and I don't. I don't give up complete hope for the Panthers. I think um, Matt Rule. I whew, I'll go on a limb here and say this, but I think Matt Rule. I think he's going to come in. I think he's going to. It's going to be a new change the culture. I think it's going to be a new energy. Um, I think he has a really big decision with quarterbacks. But yeah, this sucks, man. I mean. Luke Kingsley's been the second best player on the Panthers, I think, behind Cam and now behind C Mac. For all the years he's been there, he's been a, definitely their their captain and this really sucks. Yeah. I just want you guys to know that I'm not even a big Panthers fan, but I hurt my like this hurts my heart for Panthers fan just by seeing Buddy's face cuz like Buddy is distraught right now. It hurts my it hurts my heart too because when I watch Drew Brees and I see him checking at the line, and someone that's like I feel like just as smart as Drew Brees and that can compete against Drew Brees is Luke Kuechly, he won't be there anymore. It's going to be really sad not seeing him in the NFC South anymore. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it's going to be weird, but I mean. That's sad. Oh well, I want to cry, y'all. I, I really want to yeah. cry. Yeah. That's a crying moment. Yeah, this is this is bad. But I don't know. It's, it's one of those things where you got to – I mean, that's this part of the game. I mean, honestly, when, like, somebody like Drew Brees or Tom Brady retires, it's going to be, like, okay, it's going to be sh- it's going to be shocking nonetheless because they've been part of the foundation of the NFL for so long. But, but any time that a big name retires, it's going to be huge. Yeah. yeah. So Man. should we talk about – We should have a moment that? of silence. Yeah. So should All we right, talk about back LSU to the, again? Uh, that yeah, championship. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Woo, that was – guys, I'm going to tear up right now, man. That was that some was, big news. Yeah, that just was dropped on news. us. I know yeah. Jacob usually like breaking news, something stupid, like, you know, a no. bear climbed a tree. But this was <laughs> – this, this was pretty sad. Um, <laughs> I, I But kind of going back to the LSU thing, I do kind of want to get your guys' opinion on this. So you said that, like, Joe Burrow – most improved, and he's by far, like, the most pro-ready quarterback right now. But there was somebody that said last night, an announcer, that said that this, like, hit the group that he was playing with was the Fab Five of playmakers. What do you guys think about that? I think he – I definitely think he had, like, some of the best playmakers in college football, like, overall. Like, um, Moss, uh, who's that, that dude? Thaddeus Moss. Thaddeus Moss. From Mallard Creek, five-star recruit that just ran over the East Mac Eagles. Yes, sir. When was that, 2015, 2016? It was 20— I think it was in the fall of 2015 because I'm pretty sure I just graduated high school. I want to say 2016. Maybe, maybe, maybe. Who knows? Who knows? Because it was the the first playoff game. It was my sophomore year, though. Yeah, but the the fall of 2015. Because no, you were, I know fr- so- oh, the fall, of, the fall of 2015, I would have been a freshman. No, 
if in the fall of 2015 you would have been an eighth grader because remember we were at the school at the same time and I graduated in 2015. No, I'm saying it happened a year afterwards. <laughs> I'm telling you, 2016, I was a sophomore. The fall of 2014, you were a freshman. The fall of 2015, you were a sophomore because I graduated right. sorry, in the sorry, summer. What did Thaddeus Moss do to y'all? Dude. He Dude, didn't do Daddy, So Thaddeus Moss, <laughs> I think that they literally threw like four people at him. And he was like, he was 6'5", like 250, yeah. 260. And so he was bigger than anybody else on the field. And so he re- didn't actually really do much that game. But that was because they had him like quadruple teamed. Now, Mallard he, Creek he beat the brakes off these men. He got a sack. I think I remember he got a sack because I was on the sideline cold. Um, he got a sack. That was cold. He got a two. He got he got a two point conversion. Jacob said he's the biggest guy on the team. He was the biggest guy on the team. That offensive line on Mallet Creek. Yeah. I don't know what they feed them, but them boys is pretty big. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, ooh, they were <laughs> big boys. But uh, do you think Daddy Smalls could make it in the NFL? Yeah, I think you know six six. He's big. He uh, he's pretty fast. He'd be quick. Um, he's gonna make the NFL just because of his last name. I mean, true. Randy Moss' true. last name. But um, I think I think Joe Burrow. I think he played great. I now let's not not let's not let's not downplay Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence is gonna be number one overall pick next year. I just yeah. see. Yeah. I just see it. He looks. He just. He looks like quarterback professional already as well. But he yeah. and he looks like a like he looks like a competitor. Like, yeah. he did you see how distraught he was after he lost that fumble, like, mm-hmm. late in the game? Yeah. But, like, he was super distraught. And so I think that just shows the competition attitude. And he's a good size. Like, he can see over everybody. Yeah. yeah. I tell he, you. He, I'm sorry. This is, my NFL, this is my NFL comparison to him. He looks like um, um, Peyton Manning at Tennessee. Like, tall. Wow, that's like, a big comparison. It's not a comparison. I mean, I'm not saying he's going to be Peyton Manning. I'm just saying he looks like the body of him. Did Peyton Manning have that kind of hair? <laughs> Dude. Peyton Manning did have a little something on the back. He had something <laughs> in the back with that forehead. Boy, you need to. <laughs> got a mullet. Did you Dude, know Peyton that? Manning with a mullet, dude. I learned this today. Did you know that um, The Undertaker and Trevor has Lawrence. Has red hair. I did not know that, but Donald Tre- and Trevor Lawrence both lost their winning streak in the same building. Yeah, because the Superdome. Yeah, that's Under- wild. Actually, Undertaker, lo- Undertaker lost to was it Brock Lesnar? Yeah, Brock Lesnar in the Superdome, and but I Trevor tell you Lawrence what, lost to the reason why, like LSU and like the Fab Five of playmakers, great. But I tell you what, the the reason, one of the reasons why Clemson lost was that number <laughs> number eight, AJ Terrell, dude. Dude, he was like getting thrown all over. He yeah. was the one who was assigned with J- Jamar Chase, mm-hmm. and Jamar Chase last night had nine receptions for two hundred and twenty-one yards and two touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Dude, that's just wild. Like, if yeah. if number eight would have been a little bit taller and a little bit faster. We might be talking about Clemson that, being that, the national yeah, championship. They were the, that was that's their best corner too. So and he's going to be a first round pick in this one <laughs> draft. So his draft stock may have slipped a little bit after that after that Maybe game. Maybe y'all but. can get Jamar Chase. <laughs> yeah. That's so shocking, you guys. And then you know Greg's coming too. 
Yeah, Greg's gone. Like, yeah, Greg next but, year. Like no, Greg you, is gone no. this year. <laughs> Greg is gone today. <laughs> no, Greg. Greg gone. I think. Like honestly, at this point, y'all need to cut like K1 short. Um, no, nah, I think they still have some big cornerstones. They still have Shaq, Shaq Thompson. They still have K1 short. If Jared McCoy said that he's leaving, if Cam, if Cam, if Cam doesn't stay, so uh, I might lose him. Y'all still have uh, DJ Moore and Curtis no. Samuel. That's a nice little. Rob Seaver duo. They're, Wait, uh, they're if you're, as a Panthers fan, and I actually want you guys' honest opinion on this, what do you think should happen for going forward? Do you say scrap the team or try to make the best out of what you have? I mean, I at this point, like, if I'm being honest, like, we're not winning anything really in in the near future, it looks like, at least right now. So, like, I don't want to say scrap it, but like at, I don't know, I I don't know. That's all I got to say. Sarah, I don't know. Sarah, do you got anything? I mean, definitely don't scrap the team because we have a lot of amazing players. But I mean, they're making the changes necessary. So I mean, who I, knows what could happen? I do think we should yeah. go go young. I think we should get a young defense yeah. and build with that because our corners are still pretty young. Our linebacker, I think Luke Hickel is probably our oldest linebacker. Yeah, Shaq, yeah. Shaq, Shaq's like twenty-five, maybe twenty-five. Yeah. So yeah. you could you could build around him. You and then I think, I think and you got to be smart in the draft. Get you get you a big time running back, like a big running back to take some carries off of C Mac. Get you get you a guard or tackle to protect whoever your quarterback's going to be. Yeah. Um, I know you guys. I know you, the cornerbacks are young. Get you a playmaking quarterback. I mean, cornerback that's going to go get the ball. Wait, get a safety. Yeah, y'all, yeah. Y'all need a safety. Yeah, y'all, definitely. We just need a whole new offensive line. Okay. Um, I think you can work with the offensive line. Um, yeah, there's definitely some weak spots, but I think yeah. that you can kind of work with them a little bit. I think um, it's in Thomas Silver, you guys, the tight end. I think, I think so. I like him a lot. I do think you need to get you a big receiver. Yeah. yeah. To go get some go go get those things because DJ Moore, love your brother, but you kind of short. And we need somebody to go get that. You kind of short, <laughs> you know what I mean. Uh, yeah. But I just the Panthers just have to be smart with their draft. Now they know. I'm glad he did this now, so they can yeah. before free yeah. agency sure. before well, the draft. When I, when I was talking about the Andrew Luck, Luke Keekley thing, <laughs> the reason why I say that Andrew Luck was so like surprising is like they were like two weeks away from week one, and so it just put the Colts in like this huge spiral. And, like, yes, if he would have done it, like, right now, then it would have been different. But it's – Well, like I said, he got injured, and that's why he wasn't playing in, like, the preseason games or whatever like that. But I think Andrew Luck knew that the Colts would be okay with Jacoby reset. And they didn't have a horrible year. They definitely were maybe two games from the playoffs. So, and, I mean, I think they – I think Jacoby Brissett played well. I think they're the they're the franchise. He's the franchise quarterback, and I think Andrew Luck, you know, he did what he thought was best for him. Yeah. Um. But back to I, the college I, scene. Well, just real quick before we move, keep going on the college scene, I say y'all become like John Gruden and ship everybody away. Anybody of value, you ship them away. Try to get some good draft picks. I mean, and then start start back young. Because, I mean, the Raiders, say what you will, 
and like they were a game or two away from playoffs as well. Yeah, and they were without Amari Cooper. Amari Cooper's playing amazing. They're without Khalil Mack. Khalil Mack's playing amazing. But that def- that young core is holding up. But go ahead, Adam. Definitely, definitely. Back to the college scene. Back to the college scene. So Joe Burrow already hung, already won the Heisman. He already got his money. Cigar, cigar in hand. Hundred thousand dollars somehow, somewhere. Somehow, yo, I don't know how. First of all, I understand Odell. He's an LSU alumni. Why was Zeke there? He's an Ohio State alumni. Yeah. Why are you <laughs> in the locker room, Zeke? He's just like, just they just, it's just uh, back to uh, back to Heisman. Joe Burrow won the Heisman. So we're now talk about who do you think is the best Heisman ever, best Heisman season ever. Anyone want to go first? I'll go. I got uh, Tim Tebow. Timmy? Yeah, Tim Tebow's. One of the greatest o- college football players of all time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I'm going to go with yeah, his 07. <laughs> Two-time Heisman winner? Come on. Yeah, his 07 uh, season. Tim Tebow, he finished with, I believe, 30-plus t- passing touchdowns and 20-plus rushing touchdowns. And he he led the team in rushing as well. So I think from, like – a pure dominant standpoint, like he was probably the most dominant quarterback in like this era. Yeah, in for sure. College quarterback of this Carl, era. Definitely, yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah. And like he was throwing, and then like he would throw, but if his receiver recovered, he'll go run you over. <laughs> yeah. Like, and who was his backup during that season? Cameron Cam Newton. Newton. Cam Newton was Tim Tebow's backup. Did you know who Tim Tebow who Tim Tebow was the backup of? Chris Lee. Chris Lee, who went to Independence. Independence High School. Wow. Yes. I didn't know that. That's yeah. Charlottean history. Yeah, so, I didn't know that. So <laughs> that was like Independence, like when they won like a hundred and six straight games. Mm. Like, dude, Independence back in the day was wild. I don't think they won hundred and six straight games. Yeah, they, just they won they, like Seven state championships in a row. We'll look it up because I don't remember off the top of my head. But I know that they had a winning streak in the hundreds. Mm. But, Adam, who is your Heisman I'm of gonna the – I'm going to go with Tim Tebow's backup, Cam Newton at Auburn. I think I think Cam Newton with Auburn – I think one reason why I'm saying this is because – well, the biggest reason, he also had 30, 30 passing, 20 rushing. But the biggest reason I'm giving this to him is because in the Iron Bowl that year against Alabama, he beat a really, really talented team. We're talking about Mark Ingram, Julio Jones, really offensive juggernaut, defensive, like basically NFL defense because both of those guys went to that, the draft that year. And he just beat them. And I feel like he beat them with a – I wouldn't okay. call – Yeah, okay, not really a national championship team. Yeah. But Cam Newton willed his way. And, and I think Cam Newton looked really good in the – and the Auburn Navy Blue, the two. I think he should have wore the two in, in college. I mean, in the NFL, NFL. But, you know. So, I am going a little bit old school. I'm going with Herschel Walker. Herschel. Man, dude, Herschel Walker, one of the best natural college football players of all time, is the only person in which got in the top three in Heisman voting for three years straight. Mm. And the only reason why he didn't do four for four is because he tried to go pro and they wouldn't let him. (laughs) So his Heisman year, so his Heisman year, he went, 
He had 1,752 yards and 16 scores, but he actually had a better year before that in which he was a runner-up to some guy named Allen. I don't know what the dude's name is. <laughs> but he had, in that year, 1,891 Mark, yards. Maybe Marcus Allen? Maybe. I don't know. 1,891 yards with 18 touchdowns in 1981. Ooh, 1981. That but, I th- dude, but, like, the reason why I think that he's the best Heisman winner is because he changed the game for college players. After that, people could start declaring for the pros their junior year. Herschel Walker wanted to do it after his junior year, and then he had to go to the USFL, which nobody knows who that is. Or what that is, but it's kind of like the XFL for like flag football. Doc. I think it's flag football. USFL. No, I thought it was like I thought it was like a development league for like the NFL. And Maybe. then he did that for like three, four years, and then went and got drafted by the Cowboys. But dude, what a specimen! And then he did like five thousand push-ups, like like three like three thousand. Yeah, he was sit-ups. from he was like, like he was, he was like from a natural, inner, seri- <laughs> inner city. He was just a natural freaking athlete. Like who does five thousand push-ups a day? And then like. later on in his career, when he was in his forties, he goes and does MMA and is two and zero in MMA. And it's just like oh, just natural for Herschel. Herschel, like the way he looks now, like Herschel could probably put the pads on and still play. Well, <laughs> like. It was like five years ago. There was like talks of him trying to make a comeback in the NFL. Dude, can you imagine a 50-year-old Herschel Walker just running up and down? Dude, like honestly though, he might like he might break some bones because people hidden out here. They hidden, hidden. But it would be wild because I think he would still be like one very fast. I don't think he would be the fastest one again. But dude, that man Herschel Walker was playing out here. He was playing right here. You have a Heisman? Joe Burrow. Ooh. <laughs> Joe Burrow is a good Heisman. He is. He is a good 6,000 yards, 65 touchdowns. It's That's never been crazy. done before. Undefeated. He made he history. Beat, he, he made history. Uh, he beat the national championship. He beat the number one ranked defense. Beat the number two ranked defense. Uh, he... He, I mean, I, I, there's a good point there. I think he, I mean, he, and yeah, he has he's nice hair. And to me, Joe Burrow, like Macaulay Culkin <laughs> looking. Um, <laughs> but Joe Burrow, like, to me, he's the one quarterback in which literally just showed up out of nowhere. Out of nowhere. And, mm-hmm. like, did, yeah. just took the world by storm. Because so I, I think, think Joe Burrow's a the great The preseason yeah. Heisman people were Tula, Trevor Lawrence, the, the Ellinger kid from Texas. Of course, Jalen Hurts because Jalen Hurts. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. then number five was the running back from Wisconsin, the something Taylor guy. I don't Jonathan Taylor. Jonathan Taylor, I think from Wisconsin, from whatever. Those were the five, and like, well, he was Joe Burrow was nowhere there, inside there was, until like week three. But there was talks last last night of like at the beginning of the year, Todd McShay had him as a late fate, fifth round pick, mm. and now he's the number one <laughs> overall pick, more it's than crazy. likely. So. Literally go from nowhere to somewhere. That's wild. Uh, definitely, definitely. Crazy thing though, they have Tua. Tua de- declared. I think we didn't talk about him. No, player. we haven't talked about that yet. Um, who do you guys think? Do you guys think Tua? Because Tua did like fifty and three last year, but Tua also did not play four quarters. So, if you averaging four quarters, Tua could have had sixty five touchdowns, six thousand yards. So yeah. I. Think that Tua is a great quarterback, but 
but there's two problems in my mind why Tua would not make it in the NFL. He's not the tall actually three now. He he's not the tallest, so I don't think that he would be fit to like see over six six, six seven offensive linemen. And then second thing is he's left handed. And like that's such a like the only person that that worked with was Michael Vick. Yep. And yeah. other than that, it's such a right-handed dominated quarterback system in which I hate to say it because I am left-handed, but it you pretty much have to be right-handed to do well. And then the last thing, it's dude, he's his injuries yeah. like yeah. are dude, such a red flag. And they're and they're like not even like a nick. They're like huge injuries. Like the injury he had with the hip Dude, that ended Bo Jackson's career. He looked dead, bro. Yeah, he did look dead. He he, he was in hospital bed dead looking like, yeah. Yeah, and he also, when he hit his hip, he broke his nose. I was like, (laughs) how do you do that? (laughs) Tua, how do you break your nose? (laughs) I was wondering that because he was scrolling up the thing and, like, his nose was all the way over here. That's why I thought he looked dead because, like, his face was, like, beat up. Well, (laughs) he, like, he hit his hip. And then broke his nose, and he did something else, like hit his shoulder or something. I'm like, I'm like Tua. I'm like, Tua. Boy, you looking like Tony Romo in the flesh. Man, I feel bad for the guy. But I think I think arm strength, I would ha- rather have Tua. I think scrambling, I would rather have Tua. Than um, Joe Burrow? Than Joe Burrow, yeah. Wow. I think that um, Tua, just because he's left-handed, bro, offenses, if they want you, bro, they will make the necessary need. if they think you're gonna win, they'll make the necessary changes for you. Um I wouldn't mind seeing Tua come down to, you to know, the Bayou. No, nah, we want Joe Burrow. Yeah, we that would be we, good. Yeah, we want Joe Burrow. You wouldn't get you can't get Joe Burrow. That's what that's what everyone was saying. Someone was I like this super fan that I follow, he was like, We should trade up for him. But I'm like we have like the twenty fourth pick. We yeah, have to there's up. no way the twenty fourth pick is basically a second round pick. So we have to give this first round pick, second round pick this year, a first round next year, a second round that it's just too much. I think it's way too much to give up since Drew Brees is about to go. I w- I would love to have Joe Burrow there, but nah. Yeah. Teddy is Teddy walking? I think Teddy's gonna walk just because I don't think we have the money to give him. Yeah. You know, like we have some we have some big contracts coming up. We got Alvin coming up. We have Marshawn Lattimore coming up. We don't know if we're gonna get they're gonna get the option or not. So we have to yeah. So we'll see. We'll see. Um, but I tell you what though, we were talking about college a lot, but it was a big week in the NFL too. I mean, the divisional round is in the books. My 49ers beat the Vikings, and not only did they beat the Vikings, they dominated the Vikings. So, as a person in which lost to the Vikings, how does it feel to – so, by by transitive property, if the 49ers beat the Vikings and the Vikings beat the Saints, then the 49ers are better than the Saints. Or, week 14, y'all beat us. Or that too. So, two for two. <laughs> <laughs> I think – when it, I think it come down to I transitive think, property like that, I, I think that was right. <laughs> <laughs> Just stick to the history, buddy. You you know science, Gabe? Was that right? I don't know science. I know math. <sighs> Does anyone know science? Please. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but I I think uh, okay. I think that you guys you had a full. You had a healthy defensive line. We did not. And True. I think 
I think it'll come down to it. I think we're the better team still. I think next year we'll still be the better team. I think you guys are going to be the Packers next week because the Packers are not a good team, I don't think. And, yeah. So, I've, I, congratulations. I'm glad you guys beat them. The t- 27-10 is like, oh, they they beat them, but not too bad. No. No. We you watched that game. Yeah. yeah. They destroyed them. I yeah. mean, like, and the reason why we destroyed them was our defense, which we've been counting on all year, and our rushing. There was one drive in which we literally had – nine straight rushing plays and marched down the field and scored. Yeah. And if you can do that to another team and dominate them without them having to stop you or doing anything like that, then you're going to be in good shape. So I feel very good at where we're at as a 49ers fan. I think that we can beat the Packers, but I am worried that just like the Packers will just somehow, some way, just beat everybody. Well, what do you think? What do you think about the 49ers Vikings game, Gabe? Um, well, I I think the Vikings like they they just keep like lucking out really. Like they I don't think they deserve to be in that game. I don't think they deserve to win last year. And like it it just sucks cuz like Everybody knew the 49ers were going to beat them. Yeah. Like the Vikings are just I think they're incon- they're inconsistent. And um well, first, dude, the but, Vikings always have some kind of playoff magic that like you can't explain. Yeah. And like they are the inferior team, but somehow some way they come yeah. away with the dub. Yeah. That's why I was worried this week. But I'm I'm not taking anything from the 49ers. They look good. Their defense is really good. Um Richard Sherman is a good leader for them. Um, and uh, Debo Samuel and Emmanuel Sanders are looking really good yeah. as well. I think Emmanuel Sanders low-key is one of the trades of this year because if, yeah. without Emmanuel Sanders, I don't think our receiving core, would be. it would literally just rely on the running game. And I think Emmanuel Sanders, even though our running game dominates, I think Emmanuel Sanders has to – people have to at least look out for the running game. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and like the wide receiver core, like you guys' wide receiver core is not bad. It's just so freaking young. Like it is Kendrick, very young. Kendrick Bourne, like Kendrick Bourne, he did, played went off that yeah, he played, yeah, he did go off, but he's super young. Debo Samuel, like he's a rookie. Um, so you know George Kittle, uh, George Kittle, he's just such a solid option. Um, we're gonna see. I mean, you guys beat the Packers pretty handily last time. <laughs> it was a blowout, like. Big time blowout. Aaron Rodgers, like, 109 yards on 33 attempts blowout. I'm always worried, though, just because, like, any team can beat anybody any given day. And so, like, even though, yes, we should beat the Packers, the Saints should have beat the Vikings. So, it's – it's. I'm always scared. Yeah, definitely. And it is Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, A-Ron. So, the next game that we got is the Titans versus – Beating the number one seed in the Ravens. How do we feel about that? Dude, uh, I'll start us off. Derrick Henry is a monster. He's an issue. I personally think, hot take, Derrick Henry is going to be the MVP next season. Nah. And running backs don't have I, – I, I, I think I he will it. change the game. I, I think running backs don't have – first of all, he – just because he's taking those hits and just run people over, don't mean those hits are not affecting. True. Him. Yeah, that's right. So, and running backs have such a such a small, small, small window that I I don't know. That's hard. And 
you guys know quarterbacks. Uh, quarter, every single quarterback in the NFL could throw 15 interceptions, and uh, one of the quarterbacks will be the MVP. So I just, I just think he's he's gonna have like, like even if his career is cut short with those hits, like I think next year is gonna be such a bit. Like I I see 20 plus touchdowns for him. And I and uh, I see 20 plus touchdowns and like. 17, 1,800 yards rushing. Ooh, 17, 1,800 yards. I'm going. I yeah, I'm. I'm with Gabe. I see it. And the reason <laughs> I'm going. The reason why is because <laughs> I think that what the playoffs have shown us is that it, the offense has to go through Derrick Henry. Yeah. And like I think that it at minimum is going to be a C-Mac situation in which the offense is always going to flow through him. But the difference between C-Mac and Derrick Henry is C-Mac is fast. But Derrick Henry can hit you and can hit a defensive lineman, and it's like, ooh, that's hurt. And he definitely can't get tackled by just your regular safety. Now, I think that it could be a Gronk situation where they get tired of him and so they just start aiming at the knees, and that could that could hurt him later on. But I think Derrick Henry, he had 195 yards. I mean, he could – After a 186-yard game. Yeah. So. Which it's it's wild, but Lamar Jackson he did have some very costly turnovers, but Lamar Jackson still had 500 yards all told. He had 300 uh, 365 passing yards and 143 rushing Gar- yards. Garbage garbage yards. They're down big. He's throwing the ball. He's going to get those yards. Those I don't think those yards count. They they didn't win the game. They're, they're trying to come back. I think I think people like like oh Lamar had a good game, but did he really? He he didn't have a great game, but I mean, stats stats don't lie, because 500 yards. Yes, he was down, and yes, he had to play from behind. But 500 yards, not many people can run for 150 yards and throw for yeah. 365 yards, no matter who it is. Yeah, I mean, I give it to him. I think that I think that Lamar, like, you know. Lamar, I think that they they got from their their game plan. Their game plan is to run the ball, and they have Lamar throwing the ball almost sixty times. You can't have Lamar throwing the ball almost sixty times. That's not how the Ravens are going to work. He's not Joe Flacco. It's just not going to work. And I think that's what's going to happen to this team. If they get down, if they get down by two or three scores, you got the game because Lamar is not going to pass back in it. It's just 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 a simple fact. I hate I I hate it because I really wanted to see Lamar and the 49ers go again because that I thought really good. I, I thought it was gonna be a good game. Um, now I'm, I really want to see Patrick Mahomes go against that defense, but you know we're gonna we're gonna see. I, I blame I think I blame Lamar on that game like solely because I think he gets so much credit when they win. He needs to take the most of the blame when they lost. True. Yeah, I agree with and that. So he. I think he's going to take this, come back, and, yeah. I And, and kind of going off that Chiefs thing, because uh, the Chiefs, they moved on and because they beat the Texans after a 24-0 comeback. I mean, huge, huge comeback for Kansas City and Arrowwood. They went Arrowhead. 51-7. Arrowhead, yes, Arrowhead. 51-7 and seven run. That's ridiculous. That's that's crazy how also, fast. Also, we need to start giving Andy Reid his due. Andy Reid is a great quarterback and a great offensive-minded Dude, quarterback. On, honestly, that that might be the best like coached game like 
I've uh, seen like this decade at least in my opinion. <laughs> this decade. <laughs> <laughs> No, but I mean, I uh, till right now. I, uh, like, no, but, <laughs> but Travis, Travis Kelsey was who impressed me the most in that game because, like, that dude is literally like unguardable. Mm-hmm. Like, if you yeah. if you give him enough time, he's gonna get open, and he's gonna ca- he can catch in traffic. Like, he can put moves on. He's quick enough. Like that dude is just. He's insane. Dude, and Patrick Mahomes, I mean, you said Travis Kelsey. Dude, Patrick Mahomes is a freak, dude. Yeah. I mean, five touchdowns, 50 rushing yards. He led his team in passing and rushing yards, just like Lamar. It's crazy. I mean, he – I personally think Travis Kelsey definitely was part of it. But, like, Patrick Mahomes willed his way back into that game. And the way in which Lamar can't do that, Patrick Mahomes can. And so, I think, I think he's – He's great. It's just a pass. It's just a passing league, man. It's just gonna come down. And another thing, another thing, another thing, I think, I think about the Ravens and Titans. It's hard to say this about NFL teams, but the Titans seem so humble. And the and the Ravens, the humble, they turned, were, they turned to really big confidence, which turned to being cockiness. Yeah. They had. They like, were the, over here going into the stadium on a on, on the, a golf cart on one of the like utility carts and stuff, playing around, and it just got. It just it was like I think the Hall of Fame and the MVP votes and being being basically called the MVP, I think got to his head. Yeah. And also I think, uh, John John Harbaugh. Yeah, John Harbaugh. Um, not playing them week seventeen and them not playing wild card week. And then playing another, they're not playing another week. We're talking about three weeks where we're not hitting at full speed or anything. Yeah, that 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 is why, like Lamar, he was a couple seconds behind everything. He was throwing balls behind. The, he didn't seem like him and his tight ends were on the same page. They were not. They hadn't done that in three weeks. You know, so I think that's a bad coaching. I think Lamar, you got to be humble. Humble yourself, young man. Humble yourself. Well, we got to talk about the last game. So, the last game is where Green Bay beat the Seahawks. Um, A.A. Ron, he comes in. He throws two tutties to Devontae Adams. Two tubs. Two tubs. Um, and then Aaron Jones, he catches two t- or he runs in for two touchdowns. Good game by Aaron Jones. Good game by Devontae Adams. Uh, Russell Wilson, 277 yards, 64 rushing yards. He was the MVP. He always will be the MVP for the Seahawks. If the Seahawks ever let him go, it will be a travesty to Seattle because the, he's I mean, that good. At the beginning of the year, crazy thing, at the beginning of the year, they were thinking about not paying him, and then they paid him, and Seattle was like, go Hawks. <laughs> <laughs> you remember that? And they were laying in the bed. <laughs> but I think but, it's just yeah. wild that, like, this is the third team. So, Russell Wilson, Lamar Jackson, and Patrick Mahomes all led their team in passing, obviously, and rushing yards, which that I feel like that like is a very huge feat because that just kind of shows how we've evolved from a pocket passer offense to more of a scrambling two-way player offense. Yeah. Um, yeah, like, like I was about to say, Russell Wilson almost got traded to the Giants at one point, it seemed like. But fast forward, twenty twenty. I think that 
Jimmy G, uh, Jimmy G, Jimmy Graham. I love him. All time NFL, all time New Orleans Saints great. Um, he was down yep. by a whole yard and a half. Yep. And I just think like I just don't understand. Like I, I just, it just what was the reasoning? Does anybody know the reasoning? Probably like for progress because his, he was kind of moving, but he moved. He was down, but he was moving towards. The, it just it just seems like I think you know what. Uh, no, nah, that wouldn't work. I was gonna say we should do like a bit like on like calls like that. We should have like a big vote, <laughs> like everyone in the crowd <laughs> vote either yes or no. But no, nah, it wouldn't work. Yeah. So, um, but kind of. So we talked about all all the previous games, but now we got to talk about the the NFC Championship and the AFC Championship. I mean, the Packers are playing on playing. At the 49ers stadium. Um, and then you also have the Titans at Arrowhead versus the Chiefs. So, who who do we think we got in this game? Or these two games? I got Titans 49ers, Super Bowl 50. 54. I actually have the same. Wow. I think Derrick Henry is going to keep Patrick Mahomes off the field. I think Patrick Mahomes is not going to get enough time. And I think, I think that's it. I, I think, think that – Fun fact, like, even though I'm a 49ers fan, I think the Titans could take this thing. That would be pretty cool. I mean, a I think it would be a very undercard. Uh, a 60 team has not won a Super Bowl since the Giants in 2009. I mean, yeah, 2009, yeah. So, who do you think? What do you have? I mean, Sarah. By, by the way, folks, Sarah's still here. <laughs> we know she has. She's said listened it. to literally all of us. All it. of us. Yes. Okay. Sorry, Sarah. Who do you have in the Super Bowl? Um, definitely the Titans. Ooh. I don't. I don't know about the other one, but okay, I'm okay, ready for the Titans. Titans. Here, give it a wild guess. Packers or 49ers? Packers or 49ers? Packers. Okay. Wow. Titans, going Packers. against the grain. So two underdog teams. I Titans. like the underdogs. Okay, I like it. Now, real I'll quick, what is that? Oh, oh, my bad. Sorry, buddy. You go. We always forgetting you, buddy. For the AFC, that is blasphemous. Oh, he blasphemous. said, he said nobody's coming into Arrowhead and beating the Chiefs. I, I, I love the Titans. I've been praising the Titans all year and Derrick Henry. But I just think Patrick Mahomes is a different animal than uh, Lamar Jackson. He's a different animal than um, Tom Brady. A way different animal than Tom Brady. Yeah, Tom Brady's like a – Limp gazelle, <laughs> and like you said, uh, keep Patrick Mahomes off the field. But like, like we saw in the game before. Now I know the Titans' defense is better than the um, Texans' defense, but like the the Chiefs, they scored on seven straight drives. Yeah, they so are like, very explosive. They they're very explosive. So like it, I just I don't see the Titans outscoring them. Like I just I just can't see them outscoring them. And also like. If you score very quickly, like if you score back to back to back in like a minute, two minutes, three minutes, then that puts a lot of stress on the opposing offense to keep scoring because they now have to be on the field and they don't have, they don't get quite the rest. And so they might not be hitting at the same impact that maybe they were at the beginning of the game. So I think that that's very valid. I think Andy Reid also is, like I said earlier, underrated. I think he's a great. He's a great coach, one of the best of our generation. So I think he's great. Yeah. For NFC, I got uh, 49ers. Okay. 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 Um, I think, though, Titans already beat the Chiefs one. And you guys are talking about, like, oh, the Chiefs, they can score quick, quick, quick. 
Like that's the Titans defense. That Titans defense is a different animal. Like they're gonna get to the quarterback. Those that secondary, Logan Ryan, uh, is Malcolm Butler still there? I think Malcolm Butler yes. still there. All of them, yeah, my bad. Kevin, Kevin Byard. Kevin is good. Is nasty, yeah. nasty safety. Good. And <laughs> I just just don't think that's gonna happen to the Titans. And so we'll see. So we so you have Titans Packers, Sarah. You have Chiefs, Chiefs 49ers. 40, yeah. And me, they have yeah, I have Titans, Titans 49ers. 49ers. Okay, 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 okay. But okay. kind of switching gears to another sport, dude, we have to talk about because there was huge news broken yesterday or two days ago when you you guys will be hearing this, that the Astros are getting huge fines and huge punishments for their cheating scandal in the 2017 World Series. You have A.J. Finch, in which is the coach of the Astros in also, Jeff Loonhow. A.J. Hinch? You said A.J. Finch with F. Did Hinch? I? Yeah, you said. Well, A.J. Hinch and Jeff Loonhow, the GM of the Astros, both of them were suspended for a year. And so they the can't. Owner, the owner said, get out of here. Sorry. So, yes. Then at, right after that, the ownership said, you know what? We're going to cut ties with you and we're going to fire you. And so they were suspended for a year. Then they got fired. Then. Which is funny because AJ Hinch during this year's playoffs during the A, uh, during the ALCS he said, "You know what? These allegations they're a joke. Guess they're not they're that not big a of a joke now." <laughs> um, but there was huge. There was more out. There was more punishment. Um, they were stripped of four draft picks, the first and second round for this year and next year, which is huge because that pretty much just is like. Stopping away. all progress for the Astros. And it takes away really, really, really good stars. Like, yeah. Like, great. Like, we're talking about the best college best baseball players. They won't ever touch them for a couple years. So, And then also they were fined $5 million, which in the grand scheme of things, <laughs> when you got when you got Mike Trout making $330 million or something like that, $5 million is not huge. But $5 million can also be the difference maker between getting – a decent role player and a good role player or getting a decent star and getting a great star. So who knows? Um, but how do you guys feel about these, these punishments? Do you like them? Do you think they went too far? Stephen A said they went too far. Some people are saying they didn't go far enough. So what do you guys think? I mean, I think, I think it's right on. Um, I don't really know that much like pertaining to this whole uh, situation. But I mean, I th I think it's right on. Um, they like it's like you can't. I don't. I hate like sabotaging teams, but at the same time, like like you can't just like sweep it to the side and just be lenient on them. You have to like show them or show the MLB that like this is this is something serious and that this can't be happening. So I think it's right on. What do you think, Adam? Um, man, brother, I love it. I mean, I think it should be ten million dollars, and I think it we lose. said ten million dollars yeah, on this show. I said, I said to Jacob one on like a private phone conversation. I was saying, uh, their draft picks um, for three years and around five to ten million dollars, and I think they should get suspended for two years. But they got suspended one year, and they lost their draft pick for two. But I don't know. I just think, I just love that. The commissioner of baseball, he did this. Like you said, it's showing that this is not going to be tolerated. We're not going to do this again. 
And I was watching Undisputed today because it's my favorite show, you know. And so, Shannon Sharp made a good, good point. If if Bounty Gate, not Bounty Gate, sorry, Bounty Gate was, uh, if Bounty Gate was handled right, if Spygate was handled right, if Bill Belichick was punished like he should have been in Spygate, the Flategate probably wouldn't have happened. Like, all these other suspicious allegations of Bill Belichick probably wouldn't happen. And I honestly feel like the Astros or the MLB, nobody's going to be banging trash cans and banging bats on trash cans anymore. But it also sets the precedent, I mean, because that kind of goes into the next part of the Red Sox. I mean, because the harsh punishments now, if you set harsh punishments and that deters other teams from having the ability or trying to do it. And the Red Sox, they did it in their 2018 season. And we see now what's going, happening now. And because Alex Cora... Alex Cara agreed, the coach of the uh, Red Sox, they agreed to part ways with him, which is funny because in 2017, he was the Astros bench coach. Hmm. Common denominator, question mark? Question mark. I think the, I think the Red Sox are going to do the same thing. Maybe they lose their first round, first round, second round pick for one year. I think that it will, I think that it will be, this was a, the Astros was a statement maker. The Red Sox, I don't think that it's going to be anything more than a slap on the wrist just because of the exposure that it's gotten. Yeah. Like, nobody really, like, talks about baseball. nobody, not even talks about baseball, but nobody's talked about the Red Sox scandal in comparison to the thousands upon thousands of people in which have talked about the Astros scandal. Yeah. So, I think that it's going to be a slap on the wrist, but that's beside the point. No, definitely. I'm pretty sure there's not going to be any more trash cans in the dugouts. <laughs> oh yeah, no, no more. You got to throw away your wrappers, like in the yeah. in the. Just just, don't, just give it to the fans. I'm pretty sure they yeah. enjoy them. <laughs> Sell them online for fifty dollars. Um, so we have to do a little non-sport action today because try to get Sarah, Sarah in. Sarah's been over. quiet. Thank you, Sarah, for being quiet. She's, she's been listening. She's listening. Have Very you, interesting. Have you learned some things? <laughs> yeah, a lot. That's great. That's great. Um, Prince Harry, dreamy. Meghan Markle, Markle dreamy. Okay, first of all, <laughs> Prince Harry is not the better looking of the two brothers. Actually, What's the other one? Neither of no, them are good William looking. is ugly now. <laughs> Bro, <laughs> no. Okay, first of all, no. But I'm talking about Prince William, like before, okay, like yes, five, I'll ten years that. ago, when he had the hairline. When okay. he had the hairline, he was looking all right. But Prince Harry, his red hair just throws me off. Also, this can be for all of you. Who's better, Meghan Markle or the other? Other wife? Meghan Markle. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm, going to Meghan Markle too. Kate Middleton. No. I'm going with Kate Middleton too. Meghan Markle. Oh. But, like, what are we basing it on, though? Just my look. Hotness. Oh. <laughs> oh, if we're yeah, doing that, then Meghan Markle. I'm still yeah. going Kate Middleton, dude. <laughs> of course, Jacob has to be the difference They're maker. both beautiful. <laughs> dude, Kate Middleton is bad, dude. <laughs> They're both beautiful. First of all, whatever. Like I said, they are stepping away from the royal family. Hold on. I just want to make a joke. What? She's a quill. A what? Q-I-L-H. A queen I would like to hug. Who? Kate Middleton. So I changed. Okay. <laughs> uh, We're going to keep on rolling. We're going to actually maybe even edit. And <laughs> <that out. laughs> I, th- 
the the family. I couldn't. The think family. About, the family. I couldn't think <laughs> they, about they, it. They, say H. Cool. <laughs> um, they're stepping away from the royal family. They've got a lot of slack um, for being an interracial couple, and a lot a lot's been going on. So Prince Henry has taken his family out of it, and they're gonna be. Financially independent, they're gonna get their own their own gig going on, which is stupid because they get three million dollars yeah, a year. Right? Yeah, they're still gonna get money, they and just, like they just don't want to be at Buckingham. And Palace, the British right? citizens like pay for everything. Yeah, they but, paid for their wedding. They pay for all of their like food and expenses. I think the real reason why they're doing it is because of that British press, dude. Dude, that yeah. British press is something wild. Like yeah, that's what killed Princess Diana. Yeah, they're mm. they're the. It's just it's just a lot, and I think Prince Prince Harry just like I'm gonna get my family out of this. So <coughs> the big question we have us and Sarah, you can be in this one because you know, um, who is the royal family of if there has, was a royal family of America? We're Sarah, about, you want to start us out? Start off <coughs> the Kardashians. That's a good one. Yeah. Why, why would you say the Kardashians? They, they literally run everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is true. Like everything. They are. They no one's not a, talking about the Kardashians. Yeah. They uh, they influence everything. Now, do we include the like the Kardashian Jenners? Yes. Yeah. Dude, how much money? Like, if you combine all the money that the they Kardashians slash Jenners, <laughs> I don't have. even want to think about that. You said they've dated. I <laughs> wonder how much money they've dated or had sex with. I bet you that money probably way more. Like no, Blake I'm Griffin, going, James Harden. No, all them, are you they, talking? Are you kidding me? Like the money that Kim Kardashian has, the money that like Kylie Jenner has, Kourtney Kardashian, Khloe Kardashian, all yeah. these people. I'm going at least fifteen billion. Probably. Yeah, I mean, that sounds about right. Fifteen billion. Because Kylie Combined? Jenner right now is. is worth at least a billion. Yes, yeah, she, she is. is. Kim and Kylie and and Kendall are like doing the most. They're they're bringing it. Is Kylie is Kylie like in it still? Because like I haven't heard about Kylie. I know that she was trying to do like modeling and tried to do the Victoria's Secret thing, but I haven't heard about Kendall her or Kylie. Yeah, Kylie's Kendall. the only Kendall. one that's really making money. Kendall's Kendall's yeah, her modeling career is like everything. So she is real. She's prospering in the yeah. And Kylie was dating like the hottest artist for oh yeah. A, like, cause Astro World was huge, yeah, and she was, was yes. Travis was Scott's uh, girl at the yeah. yeah. He had ha- Astro World, and then like they had their baby, and then like that's all everyone was talking about. And didn't who did Kylie like date or have a baby with? Tristan Thompson. Is that Kylie Wait. or no? No, Kylie. Uh, had Kylie's baby was with uh, Travis Scott. Scott. Okay, so who? Courtney, Chloe had. Chloe a baby. had a yeah, baby with yeah, Tristan yeah, Thompson. Yeah. And then, and then Courtney was with Scott Disick. I love him so much. <laughs> dude, that dude is a wild. <laughs> dude, when I was in like middle school, I used to watch Keeping Up with the Kardashians. I'm not gonna lie to you. And Scott Disick was wild on that show. He's awesome. Like I love him. him. She dates uh, Chris Humphries. Kanye West. She's with Kanye West. Yeah, I know, but I like the. You said date. <laughs> okay, my bad. She's married. I just Kanye like West. the idea that she dated Chris Humphries and married him for fifty three days. <laughs> okay, yeah, I just want. I just think it's kind of crazy that after, like, after Kim like left Chris Humphries, like, what happened? He, to he him? disappeared. He disappeared. <laughs> <laughs> but y'all she ended remember, him. <laughs> y'all gotta remember that Chris. 
Chris Humphreys wasn't great to begin with. Like, <laughs> like he was, he was like Lamar Odom, but like light. Yeah. So he was like the worst Lamar Odom in terms of basketball. And then Kim Kardashian dated Reggie Bush. Then and Reggie Ray Bush. J. We're not talking about the Ray J thing, Jacob. Why do you have to be inappropriate? Okay. Yeah, she dated Ray J. Okay. She dated Ray J. A lot of our listeners probably wouldn't know what you're talking about until you made it awkward. All right, good talk. I'm, I'm, no, all my, our listeners know what you're talking about, Jacob. <coughs> my family's probably going to be – y'all probably won't agree with this. I'm going to go with the uh, the Smith family. Ooh, good oh, that's one. A good I didn't that's think a good about family. that one. Yeah, that's a good family. Because, I mean, family. the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, he's been the king for I don't know how long. The ki- <laughs> I like that. So, he's been the prince. He's a king now. And everybody loves I, <laughs> everybody loves Jaden and Willow. Yeah, I don't I don't think there's anybody I think that it's d- everybody loves Raymond. You're not funny, Jacob. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I don't but yeah, I don't I don't think there's anybody that dislikes them. Uh Will Smith is like he's just so charismatic. He's he's just a likable person. And then Jaden, he's doing well with his music. Will had his <laughs> big music back then. And they're just overall like a really good family. And Jada Pickett is Awesome She's a well. great actress. Yeah, yeah. She's awesome. Yeah. I love Jada Pickett. Is that the mom or is that the daughter? Jada the is the mom. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that she, like, was in, like, yeah, she did movies. She was an actor. Yeah. That's how they met. Okay. She's I'm in my sorry. favorite movie. <laughs> what's, your, what's, what's your favorite movie? Girls Trip. Oh, okay. Never seen it. She's um, great. Where are you going I with that? I have a couple people. I, a couple families. Well, Jacob, do you want to hear your family first? Yeah, since your you're going to got a couple families. <laughs> so I'm going with the Obamas. I'm going oh. with the yes. – I think that the Obamas in their prime was the darling family, yeah. at least on a national yeah. scale of like where everybody liked the Obamas because they had such a like a close-knit like family with Michelle being the woman icon that she is yes. and Obama being the, the common man's president and then the daughter's – just trying to do their own thing. <laughs> you know, there was there was a story. The youngest daughter, I can't remember her name. She had a little job in D.C. <coughs> just busting tables. And there was a, I think one of the, the one of the like customers took a picture. I've never seen so many Secret Service. There was two Secret Service men at the front door. There were Secret Service men in the kitchen. <laughs> there were Secret Service men at like. Every exit and every entrance, and then I think it was the guy walking. I feel like her. if you're a Obama daughter, you gotta go. You gotta be at least a waitress. Like you cannot be working these entry level jobs with the last uh, name no, Obama. No, I think she was like 15 at the time. That's all she could be was a bus a bus boy. So no, nah, but boy. um, but like going back to what you said earlier, where like the president and their wives, they were like in it for the show. Like you can tell, like they on the air. Oh, that wasn't on the air? No. Oh. That's when. So those of you (laughs) that were not listening because it was off the air, he's he's talking about Eleanor Roosevelt and Franklin D. Roosevelt, in which kind of we believe at least were kind of married because of publicity. And uh, Jackie Jackie Kennedy and John F. Kennedy were the same thing. All right, go ahead. I'm sorry. But, I mean, you you can tell, like, they're actually – they, like, they would do anything for each other. So, yeah. Oh yeah, it was a, it was a couple. cute couple. They they are they are an amazing couple. And Brock, man, Brock just. Man. I think Brock has to be the best looking president. He is hands down. And Brock, he just. <laughs> I don't know. He just makes he just makes me so proud. I just 
I just want to hug him. 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 Um, Jacob, that's a good family. I think that was pretty good. All right, who is your give? Are you um, gonna give us like four families? I'm gonna give like sports families. So I think the Curries. I think the Curries are awesome. Oh, everyone yeah. knows the everyone knows the Curry. Steph, Seth, their Aisha. daughter, Sadell. 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 Yeah. Um, Aisha, Dell. I don't know what their mom's name is. Doesn't matter. But Riley, um, like. Everything just, you know, and they're mixing—not mixing, but like they're with the Rivers, the Doc and um, Austin, and I just think everything just—I just love them. They're just a beautiful family. You just look at them, you just want to smile. Just that's the Curries, and I'm pretty sure they're just great folks. Also, I'm gonna go to Mannings. Yeah, um, that's Eli, a good one. Eli, Payton, and Cooper. Of course, the greatest Manning of all time played for the New Orleans Saints, Archie. Um, you know, great play, great. He number one overall pick quarterback played for New Orleans Saints. So was Peyton. <laughs> Archie was better than Peyton. You need to stop smoking crack. Also, he was their not son, there's, <laughs> there's. I don't know if he's Cooper's son, or I think they had a sister. Whoever he is, he's the nephew of Eli and Peyton. His name is Archie Manning. I guess he's he got to be Cooper's son. Archie Manning Jr. Archie Manning's son. And he's a freshman. And he was a freshman, uh, max, max prep freshman player of the year. He won a state championship for his, I think, for his high school and stuff. He's pretty good. Um, then my last family, I'm going to go LeBron James and his family. Like, mm-hmm. like they've just been together for a long time. You know, every, you never hear no scandals about them, really. And, like, also, I'm going to – add like his best friends like Maverick and all them like they just seem so close knit and that's why like LeBron James is so successful basketball and like in the outside world basketball because he has such a close like a great support system you know and it's and now his son's gonna be great um I don't know if he's gonna be as great as daddy I mean honestly I think I can lock him down but um I can knock Actually, yes, I could lock Bronny James down. Bronny James, you want to come to Charlotte, North Carolina? What's up? I could lock him down too. <laughs> Jacob, can you lock him down? No, he is way too fast for me. I would fall, hundred <laughs> percent. I think if he's, po- I think if he's posting you up, you could beat him. Yeah, because I, I can beat anybody. I can beat Dirt posted up. Sort of God. All right. <laughs> so let's let's round this one out. Now, since our Sarah, you are our guest, do you have any words of wisdom, any pickup lines that you have heard in the past in which have resonated with you? That is the best pickup line of all time. No one's ever used a pickup line on me. Mm-hmm. That I've heard. Okay. Well, if you had a pickup line, would you have one? You can just give us some words of wisdom. Yeah, give us some words of wisdom. Mm. Anything? Just, well, yeah, just. All right. Take time to love yourself. Self-care mm. is right. important. You know, we all get stressed out sometimes. Mm. Yeah. So take time to. Preach. To Preach. care about yourself and love Hallelujah. yourself. Hallelujah. <laughs> Actually, love you. And love your friends, too. Jacob, I yeah. love you. I love you, too, brother. Say, I love you, too, Adam. Love you, too, Adam. Buddy, I love you. I love you too, Adam. Sincere, you all right? 
<laughs> yikes. Yikes. All right, guys. Y'all have a good week. We will see you next week.